back to Theology Applied. I'm one of your hosts, Josh Squires, and joining me as always is my other host, Derek Thomas. Derek, today we are going to be talking about Revelation. And I figure there's no one better to talk about this than you because you have written a book called Let's Study Revelation. Ah, uh, yes, but that's <laughs> something different. Oh, right. Right. A completely different kind of revelation. That's uh, the last book of the Bible. Right. So when we say revelation or um, a, a Christian hears the word revelation, oftentimes they hear it in that context. They're talking about the book of the Bible. But we mean something more broad than that. So what do we mean when we talk about revelation? Well, we mean what, uh, what we see uh, in the opening verses of Genesis. Uh, in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth, and God said, he spoke. Mm. So God um, reveals himself. He perforates into the world of space and time. Mm. God, who exists outside of space and time, mm. um, who is eternal and infinite and uh, omniscient and uh, omnipotent mm. um, and everywhere present, um, comes into the world that we know. Now, all of that, of course, was challenged at the Enlightenment, and, and the great turning point uh, was Immanuel Kant. Right. And in his um, critique of pure reason and... Mm. and and other things. He uh, he believed in God. He wasn't he wasn't an atheist, um, but he just didn't believe that we can know anything about him, um, and that human reason uh, the, the finite cannot know the infinite. Right. And and therefore, what we know is is always a human construct mm. at the end of the day. Right. That's horribly simplistic of, right, sure. as a critique of Kant. <laughs> sure. but, but it was it was a turning point for sure. And and the history of theology, um, liberal theology that flowed from that, if if God cannot be known, mm. then all we have are man's thoughts about God. So mm. so Christianity or Judaism are just human responses to a sense of dependence to use Schleimacher's term. Right. Um, and, and therefore, everything is, is a human construct. It, it then led, of course, to a denial of um, the supernatural, the denial of miracles. Right. Uh, that if God cannot be known, if the, if the noumena cannot perforate the phenomena, to use yeah. Kantian language, right. um, then... then there are no such things as miracles. And so the whole Bible then has to be reinterpreted. Yes. Um, and it led in, in its worst forms you know, to, to the stripping away of, of all that was supernatural in the Bible. Right. And that, and that quest yeah. uh, to find the historical Jesus right. rather than the human construct of Jesus yeah. continues to this day. Right. Well, there was a group that at one point got together and I forget the name of them, but they decided that they would try and understand or, or make a decision about which words were genuinely from the historic Jesus. Do you remember this? The Jesus Seminar. Is that what it was? Yeah. And they would like put a bead or something it yeah. was if they thought? Yeah. And they divided the Gospels in particular into four, five, six different strands. Wow. Um, 
and, and done entirely from the premise of a denial of the supernatural. Right, right. All miracles must be stripped away. Right. And if you strip away the miracles, I don't know what you have left of the gospel. Right. I mean, the, the, the philosophical construct that leads to a denial of the supernatural is understandable. What is difficult to understand is why people spend their entire lives um, studying the Bible when they don't believe any of it. Right. And, and that always bemuses me yeah. uh, as to what is the motivation. Yeah. yeah. Um, from, from one point of view, apart from God's revelation, yeah. we could not know him. Yes. And that's saying something very different. We are wholly dependent on God revealing himself, yeah. who he is, what he is, yeah. what he is like. Yeah. But also, in order to understand who we are, and why we why we are here? Yeah. What is our purpose? What yeah. is what is our destiny? And all of those require revelation. Yeah. And revelation in, and I guess we'll talk about this next week. Yeah. You know, revelation in different forms. Right. Um, right. Miracles and and right. and words yeah. and acts and right. deeds. I think this is one of those places where, as a counselor. It actually comes up. People don't realize it comes up pretty often, but it does. People think that counseling has a lot to do with giving advice. It doesn't really. It's it's oftentimes just sitting with someone in the middle of difficult things. But there is at times having to tell people, hey, this is what is right in your life. And it's tough. And I'm sorry. I wish it were different. But you have to do X. And why can I tell people to do X? It's because of Scripture. It's because God revealed it to us that we are to go in a particular direction. And people will push back and they will say things like, I can't imagine a God who. And their theory at that point of revelation is God reveals himself in my affections and in my imagination rather than in something like scripture. Yes. And, and what you're suggesting, of course, is the advance of post-modernity. If we think of Kant and the dawn of modernity. Right. God exists, but we can't know him. We, we are a long way off from there. Yeah. Uh, we can't know anything. We can't even know things in this world. So everything is a human construct. Right. So there is no objective truth. Yeah. It, it is, and, and then all we have left is our feelings. Yeah. So our feelings become the standard of orthodoxy. Right. Right. And that's where we are right now. Yeah. Yeah. So it really challenges... Uh, individuals, first off, to kind of remove yourself from the current cultural stream, which tells you that your feelings are the things that matter most, uh, and to submit your will, which is a, it's a difficult thing for all people. Submission is never easy, but to submit yourself to that which actually makes logical sense, that there is something above me that is infinite and knows how he made me, and therefore can tell me which way I am to go, even when that way seems for whatever reason to go against how I intuitively think what would be loving or sweet or kind or whatever. You have to listen to what God says in his revealed will. Would most people see revelation as a kind of a binary, either off or on? You can, it, God either reveals himself or doesn't reveal himself. It depends on where you're you're coming from, mm. I guess. Um, 
I think that for conservative Christians, um, the, the doctrine of revelation, that God makes himself and his ways known to us and, and makes himself known to us principally. Are you going to answer that? No, is, it, is, is my phone ringing? There's a phone ringing in my head. <laughs> is it is it not, not it's oh. not ringing to my head I'm, i've got nothing ringing up maybe it's one of the interns out there is it literally are you hearing it in your I'm like, hearing headset? It in my headset huh Podcast. um it's a, it was a moment of revelation <laughs> god calling jesus calling that's that's what it is right there jesus calling uh i was going to make the point that the ultimate of revelation of course is christ himself who right. is the image of God. Yeah. Uh, he who has seen me has mm. seen the Father. Right. Uh, so so uh, the coming of the incarnate Son mm. uh, to reveal uh, what God is like. Right. So that there is no unchrist likeness in mm. God. Mm. You know, it's interesting that it, just that that phone call would happen and bring up that book, Jesus Calling. It's super popular devotional for the past, I don't know, five years or so. Um, and I think one of the critiques we would have is that the way in which revelation works in that devotion is that there's something extra, something added to the revelation we have in scripture. And that is a debated point for some people, whether or not scripture can be added to, whether or not God has revealed himself completely. Is that something that we'll talk about when we get to special revelation? Yes, um, but uh, we need to hold on to the truth that because God is infinite, what we know of God is only a little. Right. And, and what we know of God, we know analogically. What do you mean by that? Um, th that all we have, it, w w uh, the human mind cannot possibly grasp what infinite means, what omniscience means. Right. Uh, we can use the words, but we have we have no real grasp of it. So, God is forever um, sort of toning it down and speaking right. to us in in what Calvin called uh, baby talk. Yeah, uh, he accommodates himself. Yeah. Now that can lead, in some cases, to the question: Is it then true knowledge? And yeah. I would argue that it is true knowledge, right. but it's only partial. Yes. Uh, we know by analogy, yeah, because we cannot grasp the infinite. Right. I often I'll tell people or give the illustration of one time when I was left at home with the kids. Uh, at the time, it was just Evelyn and AJ and Melanie had a business trip, and AJ was young enough that you know she was on like formula and milk. So there was, there was no question about what she was going to have, but Evelyn and I could choose what we were going to have for dinner. So I thought in a great dad moment, I was going to take Evelyn over to the pantry and open the pantry and be like, all right, sweetie, what do you want for dinner? And I was going to give her some options. You know, I can make some noodles or I can make hot dogs or I could make whatever. And she pointed to a bag of gummy bears, <laughs> right? She's like two and a half. She wants gummy bears for supper right no 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 sweetheart that's not an option gummy bears are not an option she's like no but i like them right yeah but no that's not an okay option for for supper yeah but they fill my tummy 
well, yes, you like the way they taste and they fill your tummy, but it's still not a good supper option. It led to a huge meltdown. What I thought was going to be this great dad moment was absolutely a disaster. And I could not in that moment explain to her nutrition and why it was that gummy bears is not a staple and why even though it tastes good and it would fill your tummy, it's still not a valid option. There was something about where I was as an adult human and where she was as a two and a half year old human that it just didn't communicate. Um, all I could say was no and know that that was the best no for her, even though she had no ability to understand why my no was good for her. Um, and that there's something, again, just analogy, just, just a little hint um, of that in Scripture where God is infinite and there are times when he tells us what to do that we don't understand. We, we can't understand why his no is good for us, but his no is definitively good for us. I just want to say that I've never had a gummy bear. You've never had a gummy bear? N not to my knowledge. Oh my gosh. If you're listening to this, you need to send Derek Thomas bags of gummy <laughs> please, bears. Please don't. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing about gummy bears ever appealed to you, huh? Well, you know, I grew up in Britain, so so all of the sweets, um, con confectionery uh, that I grew up with are, are British, mm. uh, and they're very distinctive uh, but right. gummy bears was, was, was not, not on the menu. <laughs> Got it. Got it. Okay, so uh, Revelation generally, God reveals himself that he has to have the ability to communicate in some way who he is, if not completely who and what he is. And then over the next couple of episodes, we're going to talk about the difference of how he reveals himself in nature, generally, People who are not saved have enough data that they can know that there is a God and then how he reveals himself specially, specifically in Scripture. Great. All right. Well, thanks for joining us, and we will see you guys next time.